here. Hi, Lara Marie. Oh, hi. How are you? I Great really, to be back. I was going to say, I really love this is like a, this is like a twofer. Like it's, it's our, casual, it's our casual 9 a.m. call, but it's also, here you are again. Here, here I am again, Miss America. Um, for I think for folks that don't that are unfamiliar with you or us, uh, Miss Lara Marie Russo has to. It turns out she's one of my best friends. Um, she's also my web designer, my graphic designer, uh, basically like a pseudo business manager. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, neurodiverse, raising a uh, a neurodivergent kid as well as an infant running your own biz and that's really why you were here last time and here we are again just like full, true. We're, we're having a full circle moment running now multiple businesses because I am oh my god unwell obviously oh. I'm yeah. unwell um <laughs> <laughs> so, about you and I is that like uh no matter where we are at with like our mental health, our physical health, um, and obviously to some degree this is somewhat of a trauma response, but I know that you and I share a lot of the same um, sort of tendencies and uh, some of our go-tos when we are in weird or low spaces, and that is to be... Um, like overly focused on something else instead of the task. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like it's not always the best coping mechanism, but there are worse coping mechanisms, okay? So there are, there are worse coping mechanisms than deciding you're going to start a new business, filing with the Secretary of State, getting your EIN number, getting a business bank account, and building an entire website and brand in a day. I mean, really, who even are you if you don't start your business that way, okay? <laughs> like, I mean, just so people are, like, abundantly clear. I mean, when she tells you that she did it in a day, it's really more, like, less than eight hours. So, <laughs> I'm like, is it, is it the need for productivity? Is it mania? Is it a combination of both? <laughs> nobody. It might be. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Anybody's guess. Um, um, what I'm trying to decide is, um, you know, like the ongoing joke when I started recording this podcast is like, um, you have like you have a you have a fine voice, like <laughs> you have a you have a voice. And today I'm like the rasp is back. Is it COVID? <laughs> is it could could it be COVID? Is it COVID? Um, Old or has she been crying? Is it a combination oh. of both? <laughs> is it, is it, it's a combo. It's a two, another twofer. It's uh, a twofer kind of day today. Another twofer. <laughs> Here, um, I know that some of the sound might be a little bit bizarre because we're doing this uh, together through the ether. And so, as usual, I have to thank listeners on a regular basis for, for what? I mean, my affinity for laughing at my own jokes for too long, <laughs> um, my incessant use of the same phrases, <laughs> laughing at my own jokes way too motherfucking long. Uh, so this is 
this checks out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> definitely, definitely checks out. Um, Go ahead. Oh, God. Anyway, well, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I think, um, I think mostly what we wanted to get into was like, and this is also for people that kind of listen every week, there's obviously been a trend um, the last several episodes, these last several weeks, like in regards to the mental health of myself, um, the people that I love, and also just the collective. You know, I'm like, um, it's been hard out there. It's been hard out there. And, you know, there have been parts of me that I'm like, what I'm known for in, I think you can attest to this, like my personal relationships, but also um, the way that I show up in social world. So like social media, um, the way that I write, the things that I choose to share and even this podcast, you know, like we're, I'm, I'm coming at it hard from like a place of vulnerability all the time, you know, and that is, um, I think that that's like, that's also a, are you ready for this? It's a twofer. <laughs> oh, super a twofer kind of day you know I mean there's like a level of um you know like catharsis to that but it's also like I don't know about you but number one I'm real good on toxic I was gonna oh man I I've done this a lot today toxic positivity that's not a word oh I know we talked a little bit about that yesterday I I think it's really hard yeah, it's hard to confront certain things without trying to always be like, it's going to be okay. Like, like, I just, I'm, I am not willing. I am, I am unwilling to show up in a way. And like, honestly, obviously people are, for the most part, myself included, like we're showing like the glitters is gold moments. You know what I'm saying? But like, uh-huh. Um, I am not about toxic positivity and even I still have the capacity to occasionally, um, you know, worry about, you know, how this is going to sound or how this is going to read or am I sharing too much? Am I not being Brene Brown enough about my life and my circumstances? Should I be, should I be bootstrapping a little bit harder? And to that, I say, nay. Nay. I also would give that a hard nay. Um, (laughs) A hard nay on that. Um, Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Any and all reference we have in terms of understanding and activating coping mechanisms within trauma has been formulated outside of a global pandemic. Like, I mean, I'm sh- there are new, newer resources that have been developed, like, with the pandemic in mind over the last two years. But, like, let's all just remember that we're all experiencing a ginormous collective trauma. And, like, there is this low hum of anxiety and depression and isolation and... um like this break in connectivity that I think most people are feeling right now that it's always 
going to be there as long as we're dealing with this shit. Right. And so, like, like a fucking, I mean, you know, I think at the beginning of the pandemic, there were more people, there were people that, I mean, they like locked down, I mean, like hard and fast. And then, um, and I was like, damn, like, well, you know, and I feel like it hit them harder. And like the people that I was looking around at, I was like, okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Like, we're going to keep our head afloat. Like, you know, and, and for the most part, like most of the people in my circle, we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we're going to be good. Like, we're going to come up out of this and we're entering year three of this shit. And I'm just like, can oh we my- be done yet? Hello? Like, <laughs> for real. Like, I, I, I really don't know. You know, and again, to talk about what do people want to hear? What, you know, are people going to listen to this and and be like, fuck me. This is like way too depressing. This is not what the fuck I signed up for. Can we go back to talking about biscuits, please? And like, <laughs> but and also, any, I feel like anybody, well, maybe people that have stumbled upon this without understanding and knowing you. But like, if anybody has been along for the ride... You know, you talk about some hard things, and that's something that makes me really proud to be your friend. Like, you definitely have tried to confront and be really open and transparent about things that are difficult for you and have been difficult for you. And it is a way that you process, you personally process. I, as you know, do not process that way. I am extremely internal in the way that I process things. Um, which is, I kind of admire your ability to be as open as you are. I'm, I'm like a little turtle a lot of the time. You um, are, and I appreciate you. <laughs> but she's a cute turtle, okay? <laughs> um, I feel the same way. I think that, like, I think at the end of the day, that's, you know, it, when I start getting in my feelings about this is too much or this is too heavy or, you know, like, p- people want a place to, like, escape, and and I, I guess at the end of the day, like, I hope that while we're out here doing shit that sucks and feeling feelings that are uncomfortable and also shitty, like, this place can be kind of a soft spot for, like, relatability. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that's, I think also that's kind of what um, Amy's story has turned into as well. Like, it definitely is a, a soft place where people do protect each other in there. And we're really lucky. I'm so lucky to be part of the community, you know, um, well, and so uh, with you. I don't like understand feed me a story is um, a Facebook group that I created to house um, food and storytelling, you know, and it's really turned into, and now you're in, admin and I, I we have like a dope lineup of, of moderators and and our relationship within that space and those people has also become like a very tight-knit community and like our Facebook chat and you know when I'm struggling or that's generally the first place that I go to and feed me a story as a whole you know that I know that we've gotten <clears throat> excuse me a little bit of you know flack for it kind of being like a diary for, for folks or like, fuck me, this is depressing. Or like, you know, is there, but I, I mean, I don't look at it that way at all. I don't either. I really don't. And I think that it's, it's a really safe space. 
I will say probably, yes, there are some really heavy things that people share in there, and I'm glad that they have the space to share it. But for the most part, when I want to, like, cheer myself up, I will go and look at the people sharing beautiful things that they're making to get, like, it is. it generally is framed in, like, oh, yes, I am going through this whole thing, and it's hard, but look what I made. And like, look how I can feed my family. Look how I'm taking care of myself. And so that's what food is, man. Like that's food is its own language. And it's, you know, there's an underpinning there of always there's hope because if you have food, if you have, you know, like if you have the ability to even make yourself a piece of toast or fucking bowl of ramen, you're, you're staying alive today. Like, you know, and that's really sometimes all you can hope for. I mean, I mean, let's not touch on too close to home or should we, we could circle back to that. But I think I mean, that, I think that, I mean, for real, that's, you know, when I want to like have kind of my bones settled for a minute, that's a place where I go, even if I'm not necessarily engaging or posting things of my own, but it's like, I, as a collective to be able to hold space for people, um, sharing their own grief or their own trauma, but also like, look what the fuck I made with my five-year-old today. Or like, look how proud I am of myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I actually posted recently just like thanking everybody for like, cause I have not been as active as I once was. You know, for I'm, sure, in terms of in terms of posting, and I just wanted everybody to know, like, here I am, still here, like, and really appreciating everything. I have a million things going on, and I'm dealing with a lot of heavy shit in my life, and I just want y'all to know how much you lift me up. And it's yep. real. It's that's real. That's real, true. How I uh, how I really feel. I'm not a very. I think you can t- attest that I'm not an incredibly touchy feely person. I'm not an incredibly mushy person. Um, I definitely uh, deflect any kind of like sadness or anger with humor almost always. Um, but I definitely like, I, I do try to like when I'm set, being, being heartfelt, like I really do try and fucking dig down and mean it. And so like, you know, it was definitely a moment where I was, like, feeling very grateful for that group. And, like, actually, I invited, like, a high school friend of mine to the group, and she's, like, a super baking rock star. My friend Christina, uh, on Facebook, she's Tina Marie. Right. Like, everybody has been, like, you know, very supportive of her. And so it's just so nice because I'm, like, yes, I can invite people here, and I don't have to be, like, embarrassed. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, such an awesome place to be, and everybody enjoys it. So, we are, I mean, if we're hanging out way up top Shamble Mountain, at least we are, <laughs> we are hanging out there together. And I think, like, going back to um, feeding ourselves and, like, in a metaphorical way and also, like, a literal way because where I'm at right now, if we're all just being honest with each other, is it's not a great space. And so ways that I have to kind of pick myself up a little bit, you know, that kind of starts with, um, you know, I did. Like, I did a little, I did a couple laps, 
to the group this morning <clears throat> just to kind of read anything that was like outside of myself. And also it should be mentioned that there are like really beautiful storytellers in our group. Oh my God. So good. So, so some good. of the, I mean, some people are like, I move me to tears. It's true. Yeah, and so, I'm not a crier, but I'm like, right. holy I, shit. Like I, these I, people I, are so nice. I love them. They're so great. And I think everybody's is like that too. Like I totally love these people that I literally have never met once in my life. Never. Right. I it's agree. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, there I am, you know, like I said, I did a couple laps through there. Um, I'm doing my best to like stay hydrated. Um, you brought You're me, doing lunch. It. yep. You brought me lunch yesterday that I, um, did my best to keep down. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, yeah, we did it. Life today looks like baby steps of like toast and a couple bites of a granola bar. And I'm going to like, <clears throat> you know, even that, you know, that the ways that I cope in the past have been to create, right? So whether that's um, writing or like whatever, ex excessive productivity, um, specifically in regards to food and like baking or making a meal. And I got to be honest with y'all, like that's not there right now. I don't have that in me. And so what I've had to do is really kind of separate myself from any amount of shame, um, which is also um, something yeah. I know for the both of us is like um, breath. You know, it's like such a thing that I talk about. It's such a, that I am such a supporter of, but it's like, I absolutely have the capacity, unfortunately, to allow and hold space for other folks to rest outside of myself. And I don't feel deserved. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. We're like, that is a way that you and I are absolutely without a shadow of a doubt the same, because, you know, you're talking here, you're we're just talking, the two of us, queens of all burnout, like true grind until we are burned. And like, <clears throat> but also absolutely have the, like, that, this is why it's hilarious, you and I, because when I'm burned out, you're like, you're valid. It's okay. Like you can be in that space. Like I understand. And I really under know that you understand what I mean. And I think I do the same for you. Like, which it cracks me up because we both know that we both cope this way. We both know that like our mental state will always go to grind, 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 grind. Well, and, like, I mean, I think, and I think you can probably attest to this and like some other people, you know, that are in like our type community is like the place that I have arrived is a very new to me place. I feel like I have always been able to, you know, give myself a beat, let myself be sad, you know, if, if it's a couple of minutes, if it's a couple of hours, but the idea of like, I am done, like I have like there are there's zero in the tank. I have always, you know, whether that was like born out of survival, whether that was born out of a coping mechanism, I have always had a, at least a, a teeny tiny amount in the tank on reserve for like some of these whatever catastrophic moments in my life or whatever the case may be. But the place that I have arrived is 
that's that's not a thing right now. I've got nothing. Right. Yeah. You know? And so. And that's also okay, though. Like, and also, it's not like um, it's. It. I think too, when you are experiencing trauma and like metamorphosis in your own life, right? Like, as I think a lot of metamorphosis is born from trauma. Um, so sometimes those those changes beca- are healthy. Sometimes they're not. Um, but like when you're in this like period of extended metamorphosis and coupled with trauma, which you have been now since, you know, December of 2020 um, or before, obviously before that, but, you know, like really the actions started when you moved out. Right. right? Um, You know, I think it's really hard to see the forest through the trees and um, understand, like, how actually how deep you're in it until you're just, you're underwater. Like, the ship, it, not only did the ship feel, <laughs> I am actually outside of the ship, and I'm like, I'm like 400 we're, feet below the surface right we're now. Just, we're just doing some deep sea diving here today, and uh, we're just working through it in a way that we know how, and that's all there is to it, okay? Um, we're fine, and everything is fine. So, any hoots, um, but yeah, like, I mean, I think it's just something that ends up happening. You and I are both familiar with this, and like, you know, I can speak to myself. Like, when I left, so... I have two kids. Uh, my older son, I uh, was married to his dad, who's an alcoholic and still is struggling with alcoholism. And uh, for years and years, I um, I grew up in a very, like, traditional stay-at-home mom situation. My parents still, like, go on dates with each other. They're adorable. It, like, makes everybody want to barf. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, 40-plus years later, And so I had this real uh, kind of construct in my mind of, like, what, you know, my family needed to be after I had a baby. Yeah, and I held on for so long. And, you know, my ex-husband's struggling deeply with mental illness. um, And I can't tell you how much I cooked in that time. I cooked and baked and made fucking waffles and made fucking Zeppeli. And, uh, I mean, like, I went fucking nuts for a while because it is also that creator like coping mechanism and when I left my ex-husband I think it probably took me two or three years to be honest with you to like really actually take a step back and understand in a perspective how deep I was in um, and years and therapy and talking to people and people at the time were telling me, get out like this. You're in it. This is re- you're it's really, you're not yourself, you know, like this is taking away your sparkle and like all of these things. And it was, but I couldn't see it because I was in it and experiencing trauma. And so like when you have these like huge life defining trauma moments that are coupled with like then these huge transformational moments um it takes a while to fucking process man 
Like it just does. It's, it just does. And it's just time. And you go to new highs that you didn't know that you could um, go to because you're free from this, you know, of whatever this trauma was, but then also there's processing the trauma, which takes you back down. And it's a roller coaster ride for you, for anybody that's there supporting you. And it's really difficult. And like, you know, we were saying this morning, like, Sometimes taking care of your mental health means you're ordering Chinese food for your family because you literally just can't or eating bag salad because you just can't. And that's okay. Like you don't always have to be grinding and creating to be a a, a capable, worthy human. You don't. And And we both need that, you know? Yeah. I think that's, you know, when I, I was a stay at home parent for a while you know and it was like I was absolutely the glue that sort of bound everybody together and I was so fucking hell-bent on you know on on creating like a safe cozy well-fed space you know what I'm saying that's the thing that I have um that I have written about um I will have an essay published here soon about what it looked like to, you know, stop making fucking empanadas with a baby on my chest and my four-year-old being like, the fuck are we doing? Um, You know, because I was so, even after I moved out, it was like I, I was so attached to this idea of who I needed to be, the kind of mother that I needed to be. And I associated it with all of those, like you were saying, right? Like this kind of cookie cutter. I know that I have never, I mean, I never grew up cookie cutter. My life has never looked cookie cutter. And so I have attached myself to the idea that that is the kind of person, that's the kind of mother, that's the kind of friend that I kind of need to be, you know, and it took me. Or even the, even that is worthy. Like that, that's the key here, I think, for both of us, too. But sorry to interrupt you. Keep going. No, no, not at all. I, I mean, I, yeah, for sure. That's hella relatable. But I think that, you know, it was like I, I knew all along that I was never cookie cutter, but it always felt like this was kind of the one thing that I could kind of attach my own worth to. It was like something that I could give myself and my family. And I write in this essay about how, you know, it took me – six months, um, you know, and, and maybe even four and I'm on the side of the road crying with you on the phone with two kids in the back seat. And that was really the first time that I was kind of like, I got to set some of this shit down. Like I, I mean, yeah. and so there was, I mean, it was yeah. like, let's eat fucking snack plates for dinner. You know what I'm saying? So like, let's yep. Yep. popcorn and salami for dinner and it was like it was such a hard and fast um difference from what I had been doing and in lots of ways I mean like I had to do that in order to to keep us all afloat and there was a sadness to that you know because it was for a long time it was like I, I felt a lot of joy I found joy in in providing those things for people that I love, specifically my children. But I, yeah, I mean, I got to a point where I was like, the fuck are you, who are you making like three course meals for right now? Cause at the time Maddox wasn't even eating food. And it was like me and Mooney. And I'm like, what, what am I doing? So there's a yeah. whole 
of what am I doing in the air right now? Yeah. Yep. And, and, and you know what? It's okay to not have an answer. Don't, because don't, don't, just, just as a full disclosure, uh, she doesn't have one. She has she one. Doesn't, shocker. Spoiler alert. She doesn't have one. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's okay to not have an answer though. That's the other thing. Like, you know, I think too, as moms, especially like we take a lot of that responsibility to heart, like, you know, cause you have this, this pair of eyes that's so innocent looking up at you, like needing an answer sometimes. And I've learned the hard way, especially with Oliver, God bless him. I don't always have an answer for him. And I, I, I am working myself through not feeling guilty about that. You know, um, there's just certain things in this life that are beyond our control. And, um, you know, there's like, you know, like other people's mental health and your own mental health and the mental health of your children. Um, and it's a lot to keep track of. And, um, you know, I sometimes, you know, I, it kills me because I definitely am a smarty pants and, uh, love being correct. And I'm very rulesy scold, like definitely very, you know, somebody that is, uh, likes to be educated. Um, and it's hard for me to say, I don't have an answer. And I've had to say that to my kid. I can't tell you how many fucking times. We don't and have spoiler we don't have we don't have a count on that we don't we don't we're not keeping score we're just forgetting about it um so yeah i mean it's it's uh you know going through trauma and um and transformation and mental health ups and downs and taking care of kids and yourself and businesses and being a part of a community and having friends. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot, a lot. And I, you know, I, I think what it boils down to is you have to find your people. Number one. Number one. Um, and know, you know, know who you can go to um, that won't mind, you know, uh, Let me interject interject here. Find your people that won't mind wiping snot off your face and brushing your now Dolly Parton-esque bangs. I truly cannot. Chicken sandwiches in bed, okay? Because (laughs) if your people are not doing that for you, I mean, I got nothing. Are are they even your people if they're not doing that? If they are literally not wiping snot off of your face, are they, in fact, your people? And for real, I mean, like, I'm glad, you know, uh, I know that you and I both need to get better about using humor as a means of coping, number one. But um, I also think that there is a time and a place for that. And motherfuck, let it be today. because Let it be today. Uh, Jesus I, herself, I, let I, it be. I am sad that we didn't get a photo of those bangs because I, I mean, they were so good that I would have used them 
for this week's episode. <laughs> I mean, they were pretty good. I will tell you also recently cut my bangs back to short bangs and I really am struggling with um, my choices now <laughs> because <laughs> they look like ass every time I wake up in the morning. I'm like, why did I do this again? Like I, I even asked James, I'm like, do you think I should cut my partner? I'm like, do you think I should cut my bangs back? He's like, no, nah, babe, we'll do whatever you want. I'm like, Sure, thank you. Okay. Somebody um, if if you're reaching for fucking scissors to cut your bangs, like somebody does like that's when you need to literally like phone a friend and be like, Is this somebody a- help? I'm like <laughs> very bad idea. It was a bad idea, uh, about the bangs. I should not <laughs> I should not have, have cut them back. But I will say, like, I am somebody that it's not a trendy thing for me. Like, I literally have worn bangs since I was four years old. But because I have a five head and, like, it's just something that needs to be just put out there in the open and addressed. Oh, my gosh. I'm in, a, I'm in my car in a parking in the Target parking lot because where else do I go? Where? And this adorable little girl is, like, trying to wave at me. She's wearing a Mickey Mouse, um, a Minnie Mouse. Uh, jacket and oh, she's trying to wave you're waving back please she's adorable I can't anyway but yeah bangs were a bad idea shouldn't have done that um yeah we're, learning. we're just here learning okay <laughs> I mean you did say that you love to be educated education number one don't cut your fucking bangs bro Modern, I mean not when you're in a weird place but on like a really for real serious note you know this this place I mean, over the last year specifically, but especially over these last couple of months, I, you know, for for whatever lowness I'm experiencing that feels like very new and outside of me, um, how much that I think that I am like depleted and I don't have anything to give right now, I truly wouldn't be able to even be having this conversation. I wouldn't be upright if it wasn't for being fucking, I mean, privileged, and I'm going to use it. i got to use the word. Go ahead. Guess what it is. Hashtag blessed. Okay? I went there. Yeah. I can have the kind of people and the kind of community around me that is, like, willing and able to, like, check on me hourly or to feed me metaphorically and literally and <laughs> uh, ending on a on a sappy but high note. I love y'all. I love this this podcast space that I've created. I love being able to talk to the people that I love most and, and share you guys and the relationships that I have with people in the outside world. And I mean, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do this without any of y'all. So whether it's Feed Me a Story or this platform here or uh, the relationships that I have in real life, I'm grateful that y'all are kind of keeping my my chin lifted these days. Oh, buddy. Well, you're worth it, and we do really love you, and you put a lot of love out there, so it's only fair, you know? I appreciate you. On that note, I'm going to sign off and uh, maybe eat a pickle. That's where I'm at. I mean, not a bad choice, got to say. And she needs salt. She needs to... Good, good for the old gut. Extra light. Love it. 
We I will love have a pickled moment. And thanks for hanging out with me. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.